The Say No More Podcast You know what I'm saying We back with the next episode This is episode number 19 It's your boys Alan B You know what I'm saying You definitely rocking with the best If not, lift yourself You feel me? You know what I mean? So that's the shit that we was talking about before We had an episode, lift yourself Go back, check that out And you know, a little announcement real quick Before we get started into any topics Anything like that We are now officially with Audio Boom you know what I'm saying? So um, look forward to, like, some advertisements and things like that coming soon. You know what I'm saying? But we switched from uh, Podomatic. So now we are now rocking with Audio Boom. You can definitely find the Say No More podcast there. All of the episodes. Um, some of the episodes are split up, but, you know, it's like uh, we're on episode 19 right now. Uh, episode 18 is there. Um, it's been a long time. So, um you can get everything there. You can still catch us on Apple Podcasts. You can catch us on Google Play as well as Spotify and probably coming soon to a couple other platforms and it's that and the third where you could check us out at. You know what I'm saying? So we appreciate Audio Boom and everything they're doing for us. And we appreciate Podomatic and everything that they did for our first, you know, start to the year or whatever. But, you know, sometimes you got to make moves. Sometimes you got to do things that's, you know, working for you. You know what I mean? So that's a bar right there. Make sure you do things that's working for you and your surroundings. You know what I mean? So B was good, fam. How you? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm good. How you? How you? Cooling, man. Cooling. You know what I'm saying? Just taking everything. You already know, man. It's hot as shit, B. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... Got the AC on, chilling inside the crib. Ain't no better place to be, you know what I'm saying? And we'll get into some uh, topics and some hip-hop and all of that, you know what I'm saying? Speak about this culture that we love so much, you know what I mean? That's what we do it for. We do it for the people, you know what I mean? So um, I ain't really had, like, too many things that I wanted to, like, just, like, get into or anything like that, like any specific topics. But some things that have been coming across... Um, you know, just just when you either whether you on Instagram, whether you on uh, Twitter, whether you on Hip Hop DX or Two Dope Boys, any of them sites and stuff like that that we used to search or whatever, um, and in any videos that you might see on YouTube, I see a lot of people uh, when they speak about like the newer rappers and when they talk about. Um, like giving them space to kind of do their thing and and be who they are because people are like, you know, everybody's quick to say that, you know, we were one way when we were younger and this, that, and the third. And I just, I just want to dispel that shit and talk to you about that because I don't, I don't feel like any of these people, I don't, I don't, I don't want to give these passes to these people when it comes to music. See, because you have hip-hop, which is the culture, obviously. You know what I'm saying? And we try to stress that on the show, that when we talk about rap, we're talking about rap. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about the culture as a whole, we'll talk about the culture as a whole. So when it comes to rapping and what it was known for rappers to do, you know what I'm saying? You came, there's there's the video, that the movie that we recommended for y'all that one time called The Artist 16 Bars. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you have... 
it's it's usually having the ability to rap and rhyme words and be clever with what it is. You could you could be a lyrical rapper, you could be a party rapper, you could be a storyteller, you could be known for certain things that you do well. But part of that and being able to put music out was being able to do things well, which, you know, at the end of the day, that's where it came from with a record label. You would do a demo, you know what I'm saying, or have to showcase some reason of why these people that work at this record company should put their energy and time and connections and managers and lawyers and this, that, and the third to making you a quote-unquote star. So back in the day... You know, back in the days, like there was so many, um, so many different MCs that were always, you know, trying to outdo each other. The ones that kind of sounded the same or reminded you of somebody else, they kind of fell by the wayside. And if you had, if they had a pretty big fan base, you know what I'm saying, then they would, they would be able to, you know, you'd be able to like just have your fan base rock out and kind of do your thing. But the ones that got pushed to the forefront could be because of a label, could be because of um, a number of different things. It could be like there wasn't that many MCs out at that time that sounded like that. It was a different movement. You know what I'm saying? You had the the black power, the black power or a black empowerment movement, you know what I'm saying, where it was, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, about knowledge and conscious music coming up. You had the gangster rap movement, you know what I'm saying? You had the, um, you had the fast-spitting um you know what I'm saying, like tongue battling, you know, um, DOS effects type movement where everybody was like rapping fast. Then when people started to slow it down and you had samples, it was so many different trends that, you know, you went through and some rappers tried to, you know, show their versatility and hang with different ones and some stuck to their, you know, their, their same ways. And, you know, it was all about that, sticking to what it is that you did best and not trying to change up. The the issue that is happening with hip-hop as a culture now is because it was all about innovation, doing something different, you know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't come to, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you couldn't come to a club, and this is going to be some old shit, but you couldn't come to, like, the fever back in the day and try to battle somebody breakdancing with the same breakdance moves that they just did, you know what I'm saying? And then just add a little flair to it. You couldn't bomb a car, you know what I'm saying, like a train car back in the day, and then do the same tag or the same style that somebody else was doing and then expect to get popular with it, you know what I'm saying? Um, and you damn sure couldn't take pictures and just show pictures to everybody and then just become instantly famous overnight. So I think with a lot of things that when, you know, certain people was like, hip-hop is dead, because things went so mainstream, we started getting into this particular conversation of was real hip-hop versus fake hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, how many people are really doing it for the money, you know, anytime is like, business and stuff involved in it, and that supersedes what the culture is supposed to be, and people having it in their hands and taking it by, you know, by a hold for themselves and pushing it forward the way it should have been done, I think that's where a lot of issues started to happen. And nowadays, no one cares. There's there's no, you don't even have to go through anybody to make it somewhere. 
it's to the point because I remember, and this is not to give him props, but something that Ebro from Hot 97 used to say was that if you wasn't ill, you couldn't come up here. Like if you didn't, you if you wasn't doing your thing and this, that, and third, like we're not acknowledging you just because everybody else, your mother, your brother, or anybody else says you hot. But now, and I want to say that might have been two years ago that he said that. Um, nowadays, I, that's where I see a lot of these new rappers that I've never even heard of. If you see them on Instagram or something like that, they wind up on Hot 97. And I'm like, how? How did that happen? How did they get up there? Because you just said that you wasn't allowing people to come up here. But even Ebro, nobody can stay... Nobody can actually keep up with as many rappers as there are in hip-hop right now. It's impossible. It's impossible to listen to all of this music. It's impossible to know every single person. And it's not like it wasn't like that back in the days. There was so many, like, we don't have every single rap record ever, ever made or have listened to every single one. But you like what you like. And the, dif- the difference was it was so many people just trying to get... They were trying to be great, you know what I mean? They were trying to they they were doing everything that they could to be incredible, trying to outwrap the next person. Nowadays, I don't know what the hell makes anybody the greatest. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? We we were and this came from the uh topic of classic albums and shit like that. And um, you know, I don't know. Like shit is different now. Like there's so I guess my question to you, you know, after saying all of that shit was, uh, do you believe in instant classics? Um, I still do. I mean, I, I think it's, I think, I think we're, we're good judges of it because we know what, what to look for mm-hmm. in an instant classic. Mm-hmm. So I think I think I still believe in that. I think there's still artists out there, only only a handful, you know, mind you, that can deliver instant classic, or at least, or can even be mentioned in. Well, I don't want to say that because anybody can make a classic. I'm not going to say you have to be a certain artist because I've I've CDs I think are classics that are by people that you know people may not like or or think they're whatever but yeah i still believe in that so if we if we're saying that we believe in instant classics um cuz there's such an uproar for um for the people that don't believe in that type of shit that that like you know i hear a lot of jokes i hear other podcasters i hear other commentators everybody like oh you just listen to the album for like 2 days and it's already a fucking classic so i'm not i don't i don't subscribe to that mindset of you know it just being like bam like you know i listen to it one time and then that's it you know what i'm saying um well i'm asking question uh huh when you first heard Blueprint, what song did you skip? I didn't skip any. There you go. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, like, you probably, like, like I'm saying, like, there's albums, when you press play, because you know there's albums where, like, damn, you know, this beat is horrible, I'm going to skip this one, you know, like, when we used to copy CDs, 
and you, you know, you hit play, and you already know, you know what you're looking for, you know the artist, you know the history, um, assuming, you know, they already have albums out, um, so you already know what to gauge, you already know what they did, you know, like, when I heard volume one, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and like, you know, you already know, okay, there's some, there's some, definitely some skips on here, so you already know volume two, what to, what to hopefully not look, you know, to repeat from volume one for Jay-Z. Okay. So I think, and then you already heard Reasonable Doubt, so that even Jay said you didn't appreciate it until the second one came out. So you already know, okay, Reasonable Doubt, you, you know what songs you fuck with on there, and then you know what you fuck with on volume one. Mm. So you already know, okay, volume two has got to be better than volume one. And is it going to be on par with his first album? You know what I'm saying? And then so on and so forth as these albums come out. So I think you can, you can still have an instant classic. It's extremely hard because, number one, the production has to be top tier. You know what I'm saying? There maybe can be two skips at, at the most. Because I don't expect the, you know, a, a 10 for 10. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you two skips. After that, I, I don't. It's gonna be hard to to, to judge that. But I, I do think there there are instant classics. Um, you know, and and I and I can ask you the same question on on Stillmatic because I know we were talking about Braveheart Party. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And oh, you know, a lot of people's copies don't have that, and you don't know, you know, that that was like the worst song he probably ever made. And it, it's, it's gone. It, it's been deleted from the Stillmatic, you know, library. It, you know, only certain people have that 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 album that has Braveheart Party on it for that reason, because that's a song you will never play. So, I think a lot of artists, though, and a lot of fans, they want to give their favorite artists as many classics as they can. So, I think that's a different topic, because there's certain artists like Kendrick or Cole or or whoever, you know, Drake, you know, the top of the top um, that are out now, you know, they're, I, I think certain artists, people expect classics, so I think that's part of the thing, too, because, you know, people think, okay, these guys do have the ability to drop classics, so I, I do think you can drop an instant classic, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm looking at the track list for Stillmatic right now, and it says, um... Damn, Braveheart Party was right after the Flyers. And Swiss Beats did that, featuring Mary J. I think it was Mary J. She wanted, I think she was the one that said she wanted it off of of the album. Track was removed from later pressings. Oh, yeah, it was her. It was by her request. And I, I think it was a lot of stuff. I mean, it would have probably been a, you know, not, like, every, after hearing it, you know, like, yo, this one, this is the one that's got to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think everybody, everybody was okay with that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know the particulars, but, I mean, that was, that, that would have still been the one song people probably still talked about. Like, yo, I can't believe, you know, this song is on here type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with the Pusha T album, I mean, like, you know, you can you can play. I mean, I didn't I didn't want to say I didn't want to give it that credit up front before I played it, but 
You know, you could possibly say that's an instant classic. You know what I'm saying? And then we can compare it to his two previous albums. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of see, okay, where does this fit in? Is it better, good, or, or worse? So I, I think there, I think you can drop it. I mean, even with Jay-Z, I mean, I knew when I heard the 444, I was like, yo, this this got to be a I mean, it's got to be a classic. It's got to, this is like instant. Like, I, I can't believe what I'm hearing type shit. Yeah, and that's my point. So I'm glad you said that. And that's because if you look at... <laughs> If you look like, at what the, was before that, Magna Carta, right? Yeah, yeah, Magna Carta. Not to not to knock Ma- I, I actually like it, but I, do I too. already knew after hearing after hearing four 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 that it was already better. So I, I'm already grading it. You know, I already got it. Let's say if you had Magna Carta at four out of five, you already know that is better than a four just because it's. You already know sonically, sonically, lyrically. Well, I, I want to say lyrically because he was—he did have some bars on on Magna Carta, but he also had bars on this one. But that's how I kind of graded. Like I'm grading Jay Z against him, not against everybody else, because all his albums will be classics. If we're talking about him versus the whole, you know, all these rappers you were talking about. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I think you can you can definitely drop this in classic, but. It, it just, you know, I don't, I don't know. You know what like, it is. What do you, what do you think? Let's let's stay with let's stay with Jay and Nas real quick, um, because, like, so yeah, four forty four. I think I would, I I love that album, and when you know the body of work, or the bodies of work, that um that Jay-Z has been releasing, especially all of his career, you know, you it's easy to see where that stands, you know what I'm saying, just due to the subject matter, you know what I mean, the beats, um, the style of the album, the short, concise, you know, album that it is, n- you know, no fat really to be trimmed, um, and just... It's just a solid piece of work and then everything that came with it and, and the importance of the album and, you know, what he's going through in his life and his age and everything at the, at that particular point in time spoke to that album and why that album is so good. And, and, you know, even playing it afterwards, like when you go back, even if he does release more music, it's going to be hard to top the importance of that album in, in his man's life because it's not even like it's when there was like that mystique where it wasn't so much access to these celebrities and these rappers and stuff like that, we only got this stuff via, you know, when I, when the CD came out in the stores, you know what I'm saying? CDs or tapes. That was the only access that you had to it aside from a magazine. Magazines are done. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, they're still out here, you know what I'm saying? But they not, they definitely ain't doing what they used to do. You know what I'm saying? So magazines is pretty much done. Everything is digital, you know what I mean? And pretty much, like, everybody's got a camera on their phones, this, that, and the third. So there's always a camera around, you know, so there's so much more access to these people. So being that you have all this access to Jay and you know these things about him, his marriage, his kids, this, that, and the third, and for him to talk about it is insane. I do think that, you know, this is this is this might be a reach, but you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I think... Kanye with his album 
gave you a version of that? Because if the, if the story is true behind 444 with Jay waking up and the process, and I heard the interview with No ID on Hot 97. They did a great interview with him. Um, you know, talking about his production and everything else, you know, that kind of came organically for them two to work together. You know what I'm saying? Like they had been wanting to work together and do some things, but it just didn't happen until the time was right. And then Jay was feeling certain things. So he kind of gave you a album as he was living life. Like, this is what I'm on now. So this is what I'm going to give you. A lot of times, if you think about making an album back in the days, you would get with, you would have to say, okay, to the label, is this single going to work? Is, uh, you know, what's our rollout plan? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a process. But when it's something super personal like this, it's like really surprising that we would have got something like this. But that's, thank God, Jay has made enough music for labels. You know what I'm saying? And he's made enough music after not dealing with any more labels to be able to be in a position to be like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to just do what I feel like doing, no matter how this makes me look. You know what I'm saying? Because it could have been a lot of people that turned on him for the record 444 and him, you know, the cheating on Beyonce, this, that, and the third, especially with the Beehive out here and shit like that. Like a record label would have been like, if a record label would have knew that he was putting that shit out and said like, you know, oh, this is, you know, they would have looked at, you know, how they look at things now. Like, oh, this is going to make you look bad with Beyonce's super fan base on Instagram. We do not agree for you to release this record type they of shit. They wouldn't like, even let him do the story of OJ. That's what I'm, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, like this, it's very album, different. I'm glad you brought that up because this album represents it's freedom. Yeah. It's, it's, it's freedom for artist expression. It's freedom to to be conscious mm-hmm. and, and not and not get get inundated with all this dumb shit. So I, I think that I'm glad you mentioned that because labels would not they don't want you to put out you know none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I, that, which, I agree. Which brings me to my next point because we love that Nas album. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't really say Pusha T because Pusha T has not played by label rules ever since he said, sorry to the fans, but them crackers wasn't playing fair job. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that just, like, ever since that shit happened with their hiatus and this, that, and third, Pusha T has been like, I'm going to release what the fuck I want and say what the fuck I want. And he's pretty much been doing that. So, but I would say with a person like Nas and like Def Jam, like so Kanye had to have some certain kind of control and some sort of agreement that with Def Jam, I'm going to release these shits the way we want to release them. And I think Pusha might have been the most, I think Pusha's might have been the most uh, put together, you know what I'm saying? But, but literally, he only had to work with Ye. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he had to go do a whole bunch of things. It's like straight to the point, here it is. We, you know, the anticipation for hearing Nas on Kanye was different. And same thing with Ye's album and same thing with, because it was going to be like, what what's Ye going to say after all of the other shit that was going on? So, you know, not to lose the whole concept, but what we're talking about like instant classic, um, I I just want to 
like I want to clear a couple things up and stay with Nas for a second because there has been some shit that I've been that I've been tired of hearing. Um, I'll give Nas. I'll give Nas a five for five. I'll I'll give him an instant for the uh, for his album for Nasir. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I can I can go with that, and the reason is is because the level of rap that we're getting right now from these older guys in their 40s is some of the best rap that you're going to get, period. The MCs, because these guys are giving you, like, living out, like, like the access that you have to these men that are doing this, and women, you know what I'm saying? Because Rhapsody gives you, she's still giving you albums, but, you know, these guys are older. So I can't really say, you know, I don't want to discredit any other women that have released albums that we just haven't talked about. But I'm saying, like, for these dudes, because it's a highly male, you know, populated, um, you know, field and shit. Um, these dudes that's giving you these albums... Being in their forties, they're giving you their realest shit. They can't be. It's obvious that Push is not on the block or anything like that. But these are his stories. These are the cocaine tales and the things that a lot of people, despite saying, "Oh, I got the pack, I got bricks, I got this, I got that," you know, Push is giving you the ups and the downs. You know, No Malice used to give you the the thought process behind it. You know what I'm saying by yeah, him saying, not, "Yeah, it was, it yeah, was like, a, quick. yeah, good." Well, no, yeah, I'll let you finish. Like with, with Push's album, it wasn't like like go sell a brick type shit. It wasn't on some, you know, I'm, I'm chopping up keys on, on my grandma's kitchen table. Exactly. It was more of it was just peeks into the lifestyle, but it wasn't his older shit when he was really talking about. You know, platinum on a on a block where it's assistant hit type shit, like yeah. really moving it. Yeah, you that know, was like very different. He, you know, like like he did say, and a lot of artists said, like like when I heard Jay Z talk about that shit, I, I was one of them kids that went out and wanted to do that shit. So, like, I don't think you can listen to this Daytona and be like, yo, I'm about to go, you know, live this lifestyle from this album. But maybe from the clips albums, yeah, you may you may want to get into that lifestyle. So I would say that for this album, he's not really like you know this is what it you know he's just saying this is what it is. He's like kind of like how Jay Z sometimes dives back into it, but he doesn't really like you know you're not really in the kitchen with him type shit. Like I think that's that's kind of like after hearing this album so many times, maybe like thirty times. Mm. Um, I, I can take that from it as far as from just from what you're saying and then there was other shit like uh, No Malice would give you the spiritual side he would give you how this fucks with him doing it because even on the intro of uh, Hell Hath No Fury he said if I had million he said and um, so my brother Terrence um, if I had millions you would never push blow never you know what I'm saying? Like, he was, you know, he's talking to Pusha T in a record, saying, like, you would have never been in this lifestyle if I was if I was on top of it. 
if I was if I had the money, you know what I'm saying? So that's a different way of looking at it. Just like Hove was saying, Hove did that, so hopefully you wouldn't have to go through that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's humility, and I think Jay Z. A lot of people don't give him credit, but he's shown humility because when he says like, um, what did he say? He wants to be the mother of a son who sold drugs. Like, if you really think about it, like, if you if your mom goes to work, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she has all her photos of all her kids on her cubicle, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, how work moms talk, they talk about their kids. They're like, oh, yeah, my kid, you know, he graduated from high school. He's going to college or, you know what, he's doing this, he's doing that. Like, they're having good stories to tell about their kids. But Jay-Z, if they ask his mom, like, you know, oh, what is, what is you know, Sean doing? And, you know, like, just think about what, what she'd have to make up. Because mm-hmm. she knows, like, what his son's doing. And and think about how your mom will feel if she knows. Like, that's the thing is, like, a lot of these rappers, they tell you about, oh, I'm, I'm selling this, I'm selling that. But there's no shame in that, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's got to, like, there's got to be shame. There's got to... I know, you know, things are bad, but you, you're still doing, like, it's, it's not, it's not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock people who do this, but I'm just saying, it's not, like, easy it's not as, it's not as glamorous, yeah. and it's not as, like, glorious, because these guys, they put their life on the line every day, they, they take a penitentiary chances, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge anybody, yeah. but it's not the best lifestyle you know what i'm saying and a lot of rappers make it seem like oh yeah i just and it, it ain't really what you know what it is and a lot of these kids that listen to it they don't understand you know what they're really getting into you know what i'm saying you're almost signing up for for some of the worst circumstances anybody can be faced with you know yeah. so and i agree with that yeah. a thousand percent because and that's that's why i feel an issue with a lot of these things, because I'll tell you this, man. Um, Mean and played me this little girl the other day. She was rapping. She, her dad like films her in the passenger seat of his car, and she'll she'll sit there and rap, and um, you know, looks like a pretty little girl. Um, she has like long hair, and I remember. I don't know. Like she's definitely in elementary school. So what I said, what I said was, um, I said this little girl, and this is not to be funny, you know what I'm saying? But I said, uh, this little girl is the way she says things. Like she, you could tell she knows how to rap. She raps over different like beats and stuff like that. But she says certain things like her hair is, you know, just got pressed and she says like no extensions and like, why are you depressed? Like she rhymes very well, but what she does is it's very braggadocious. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo man, that's like the type of little girl that was in school that like, I guess either knew she was the shit and would talk shit, you know what I'm saying? Cause I could, I just know in this day and age with the way kids are and the way people are, especially being on the internet, like there's a lot of hate, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, the way she's rapping, 
she sound she could sound like she's a battle rapper. You could hear some of her shit and hear like, oh, this could be like subliminal. You know what I'm saying? Like where she could be talking about somebody at school. So I I said I don't know how to feel about this. I know this girl could rap, but I don't know if it's good for little kids to rap and and talk like this. You know what I'm saying? And be able to put that out on the internet, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, with, man, I wouldn't want you, my daughter you know, out there. You like, know what I'm saying? Like, that, like that's honest, like that's that's crazy to me because d- like yo. I know parents parents really want to live through they through their kids, and I don't think you. Not I, I don't want to judge. I, I just I hate to judge people, but I rather my daughter learn how to sing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you know, man, because she like, was something, like something in that vein, but rapping is so. It's it's a manly it's a manly thing too. It's, yeah, I, I know, it I changes you. I don't want to be a be into the gender thing, but hip hop and, and and rapping is more masculine than feminine. And you and have I to think and you can't rap. Yeah, but it, 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 puts, it puts you in a whole other. It puts you in a different bag. It it makes it a puts dude. You in a different thing it, then. And then if you look at how women are portrayed in, in hip hop, ninety nine percent is in a sexual way. Yes. Because you may start off saying my hair is this, but then you graduate to saying my ass is this. Yeah. You know, so I, I talk about her shit's very and I can clean. respect the brain I can respect the brain power behind rapping because that meant to the mentality and 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 the things you got to do with your brain. That yeah. is, I, I respect that's that. That's what so I'm I don't saying. Ever exactly. that because that that's big, but at the same time, I'm that, I'm just like, thinking about I, I would, where I we are. I wouldn't want to, my daughter. Yeah, I wouldn't want my daughter rapping. To be honest, like I mean, I, I, like because then she was like, okay, if she's rapping, who is she listening to? Yeah, I remember at that age. We was getting we was getting our our shit thrown away because we wasn't old enough and yep. what and if, even 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 if we could listen to rap it would be rappers that didn't like there we had our own we can listen to Chris Cross like there's rappers that being that age you can still listen to there are certain rappers out there that didn't cuss or that was a you know even like Kid and Play you know what I'm saying there's a lot of um, we had a lot of options, whatever, right? You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of options for kids mm-hmm. to still listen to hip hop, but not because hip hop is adult music. I don't care what anybody says. If yeah. you got your kid at six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, listening to adult music, that's crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, where is she listening? Where is she getting the knowledge to learn how to rap like that? Who is she actually listening to? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it can be somebody she see on YouTube. It's like she's got to be listening to the professionals, the adults mm-hmm. that are rapping. So I, I, like I said, I wouldn't want my kid out there, even if she did rap. You know, you can keep that on a low until if that's something. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't want my kid to pursue pursue that as a career. I don't know how I feel about that. You know what I'm saying? I think there's other other means, but. I don't. I don't know. I, I just. I don't know how I feel about my daughter. You know, rapping around the house. I mean, there's just. I don't. I, I just. Just knowing how females have been portrayed, 
Um, there's no more Queen Latifah, there's no more Lauren Hills, there's no more Missy Elliott. You know what I'm saying? And all these women, they also can sing if we really want to break it down. They were they were hybrids. You know what I'm saying? If you look at Missy's album, she has a song with Aaliyah called Best Friends. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a good song, but they sing guess what? They sing and they harmonize it together. Yeah, the song she did with um anyone on there they're harmonizing together, they're singing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's that not was Queen Latifah. So, like, so if your daughter grows up to be like that, then I, I don't, like, if it's something like that, if it, if it's flipped into consciousness, consciousness, then I'm good with that, because I'm like, okay, she, I'm going to have her sing too, and then have rap as a backup, you know what I'm saying? Like, as long as she's talking about positive things, and then she's going to be like a positive role model, for young girls, then that's different. But if, if she's on some old, you know, if she's starting off like this, and then I already know where that's at. So I like to say, I don't know the dad. I don't want to speak on it, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, We, we ain't trying to style. But I don't want to style on it, but it's like, yeah, if you're trying to aspire to be Lauren Hill, Queen Latifah, Missy, something like that, creative, you know what I'm saying? You know, then that's one thing. But if you're, I don't want to knock the the women because obviously we fuck with Lil Kim, Foxy, Remy, all that shit. But you know, that's that's on some other shit. You know, there's there's MC lights out there. Obviously, there's there's a lot of good positive um, other you know women rappers that that you can aspire to be. But you know, well, I think the ultimate thing behind it all is just you know when you who who it is that you want to be you know what i'm saying because if you judge because a lot of people are going to judge you based on the raps that you put out and shit like that that's just what people do nowadays so if i see this little girl and i and i want to see past it and this that was why you know i'm just bringing it up like this is what i thought when i saw it it's not to say that i'm just gonna be like oh, this is everything she's going to be, and oh, you you terrible, and like I'm petitioning to get them to take this video down and this, that, and the third because of the potential shit that could happen with the lyrics. But it's just like, I think I think it's more of, um, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, who you're influenced by and who you want to be, which is kind of brings it back to what I'm talking about with Nas, with, with Jay, with Pusha, you know, it, it takes, like, these men had to grow and go through shit and do things to get to this level of music. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, um, a lot of these other artists, even starting off so young, you know, you have no choice but to mimic what it is that you see and what's going on in the game right now. You have to get some inspiration from somewhere. Like, they, unfortunately, there's going to be somebody inspired by... You know, the dude that we don't really talk about too much, 6 9 You know what I'm saying? There's going to be somebody that's going to be inspired by, you know, these different artists. And, and you know, when 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 a guy comes out, I saw some other shit that had came up one day. Some dude, you know, wearing a dress and painting his nails and stuff like that. And it's like, at the end of the day, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But saying that you're doing it and going all the way to the left to gain notoriety and things like that Wait, is you said what? What? You said they dressed in like what? <laughs> no, I said this dude was painting his nails. I and don't what? know about I, I, 
and wearing dresses. We gotta, gotta really talk about masculinity, but I don't. I think that's another topic, dog. Yeah, like, that's yeah, a no, whole no, no. I'm there. saying that's a whole show. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that's, in general. I'm saying in general, like anything oh. people do, I think that is more of the the look nowadays. The look is your look. Is it? Let me ask you a question. Is it a look because you don't have talent and you need to stand out? I believe so. I, I, I believe so. I a thousand percent. I think if you if you have to if you have to call so much attention to, to your actual look, there's not much talent then there. Actually what you're saying, you have no talent. Yeah, there's not. There's not much talent the thing there. That come out your mouth is is supposed to be the talent part. So if if you if you want to stand out, you need to you know be able to articulate yourself. You need to be able to. That's where all. That's why hip hop lasted so long. Because I know it's already been buried. A lot of these rappers, they had to they had to find a way to be their own niche. They have to like okay, I'm I don't want to rap like this. I want to rap like this. That's why we have. You know, so many classic albums, so many great groups, so many, um, just so much talent because you never wanted to come out and sound a certain way. And everybody came out and they did their own, they did, they did themselves, you know what I'm saying? They didn't want to sound. That's why, that's what I'm saying, it's buried and done, rap is done, like, it's, it's been given away to anybody and everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, if they find a, a horse that can rap, we gonna get the first horse rapper. I just, I just know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's, there used to be like at least, you know, you know, like, you know, like there had to be like, in, like let's say in Africa, right? If you wanted to get to like a certain like village, right? You have to climb up. You know, so so high. You know what I'm saying? Just to enter that cave, right? Let's say that's hip hop. You know what I'm saying? You have to. It takes you like three days to get to the top, just to get inside, right? You know that that if you wasn't, if you didn't have that stamina, if you didn't have that drive, that will, no one's gonna even. Not only, no one's gonna. You're not gonna get there on your own. You know what I'm saying? Now it's so low that you that you can just walk in the door. It's not even like it's just a it's not even a door. It's not even a wall. It's just it's like a I don't even know what it is. It's like it's like a beach. There's no like anywhere you want to get out and park. There you go. You know what I'm saying? You can settle down. Here's your here's your beach towel right here. You know what I'm saying? There's no. There's no entry point, you know what I'm saying? And with that, now it's like, now everybody's at the beach. There's thousands of people at the beach. Okay, so now how do I stand out? You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of black people here. And if I'm not black, how do I stand out? Because I have to be better than this guy. So, okay, I'm going to dye my hair. I'm going to paint my nails. I'm going to get tattooed. Oh, so I see you. I see you standing out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you got to... You got to do all this wild shit, and I don't, I don't know how that, I don't know what the fuck is going on, to be honest. Like, it's this too many crazy. people. It's too many fucking people at the end of the day, and we not, we're not. No we're, one's gonna make money. Like, how do you even divide the pie now? Because obviously, I know you can, you can do your own shit, but it's like, how do, you, how are you gonna stand out if you rapping over the same beat? If you're not saying nothing, that's why when we had this podcast, we're telling you how to have a hip hop career. Because I know Wale, we can talk about him either this episode or another episode, but it sounds like he doesn't feel fulfilled. 
but he doesn't realize like he has an actual career. Mm-hmm. Like people pay to see him. He yeah. can go overseas. Not this year, the next year, five years from now, ten years from now. Saw Pepper is still touring. Yep. Versus they did in the eighties. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's called a career. So when we when we say these things about these new rappers, it's not to down them. We're trying to give you games. You need to you need to work on your craft. You know what I'm saying? If you want to have a career, if you want to do something that's gonna take you and your family into the next plateau, is is so is and that's the thing is like now that you have the internet, you don't have to buy a CD. Why not learn from the people that have come before you? When I hear Joey Badass and, and Ben Staples talk about, oh, I've never heard this album before, and we're talking about classic CDs like Doggy Style or, or, or things that they should have heard by now, which would also help them out if they didn't know that. They should be listening. They, have, they can just spend time and listen to how these guys generated classic music not saying they have to bite on that but they can kind of see okay these are the samples they use this is what they were talking about why is this so important why do we still talk about albums from the 80s and 90s and then we can't talk about certain rappers albums 10 10 days from when it drops this is because they need to go back and and do they do they google do their history do their research and then learn and then formulate the album, just like how people give YG credit for his first album. Mm-hmm. He said he was listening to all the classic albums, and then he made his album, and then it got a lot of you know critical claim, and a lot of people fuck with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like he did his research, so it's like, why not just do your own research? Like, why do you need to... That's the thing, is like, it's, it's about following. Like, it, as a man... Like, fathers tell you, don't be a follower, be a leader, do your own thing. And that's what's missing. Like, someone to tell these young men, you don't want to do this. You know what I'm saying? If you want to, I'm not talking about the people that's already made and that have names, but if you, if you little, little table, right, and you trying to, <laughs> <laughs> little stool. grass, little mm. wall, little, little, you know, whatever, little aloe vera plant. And you want to make it like you know what I'm saying? Just take a couple steps back, and and you know, if you really want to rap, you know, nothing wrong with that. But try, you know, like I'm on a tangent, but go ahead and nah, nah. Right. Let's just put it. I mean, that's that's real shit because when you look at people, you know, um, I agree with everything you're saying. Like when you look at certain people, like you know, even though Joey and them, Joey and Vince they still gave us incredible music. They have listened to certain classics, but like you're saying, just being able to like, you got mad access to all of this music. There's no excuses out here. So for when people come across, anybody that comes across, and let's be clear, don't come to, you know, once once our shit gets rolling, don't come to this fucking show talking about you ain't heard this and you ain't heard that. You know what I'm saying? Because if that's the case, we not, you know what I mean? Like, we not doing that shock value type shit. Oh, I ain't never heard that. As soon as you be like, we're going to be like, are you fucking serious? Cutting the mic off. 
that's the end of the show. We'll be back. You know what I'm saying? We're going to retape whatever the fuck we're going to do because that's a thing. That's a thing that people are doing. They're purposely not listening to shit for the for the shock value of it, for you to be like, your word, you ain't listen to that. Like, yo, how could you not? Nigga, if you aren't listening to anything right now and you claim to be like an MC, this, that, and the third, like there's too much shit out here for you to not know. You know what I'm saying? And there's, it's a simple thing. And if you ain't got no OGs around you or nobody know, because a lot of these niggas like to get this thing, well, well, look what was on for us at the time. Get the fuck out of here with that. All you old niggas is giving that excuse too, that's giving the excuse to these niggas uh, that are not going back and doing the research and doing this. Not, fuck all of that. Because when you hear certain people, perfect example, there's another little boy his name was like 04, Emmanuel 03 or some shit like that. Little boy rapping over J. Cole's uh, window pane. And like, I'm listening to what this little dude is saying. I'm like, yo, this little nigga's kicking some shit. Like, for real, for real. He young. He's like maybe like 13 or something. Kicking some shit. And I, and I told me and I was my wife, I was like, yo, you know what's crazy? Like, nowadays, this little kid is fire. And and the other rappers and and people that are dope like Black Thought or Moon Fresh and like all these other people are posting them up. Rhapsody is actually the one that I, because I follow her, so I saw um, it through her feed. And um, you know what I'm saying? She reposted the video, or whatever. And I'm just thinking about it, like, damn, yo, at his school, kids probably joke on him because he's like 13, 15, whatever. 14, excuse me, because if you think about it, the, the nigga Lil Pump came out when he was like 17 or some shit. So if this kid is 13 and he's at school kicking shit like this and trying to do talent shows and actually kicking lyrics, I bet you most of these little kids that like, you know, love to do the dances and shit on the internet, they probably shit on him. Because he's... No, 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 no. You got to think about it. With everybody doing... Think think about it. Think of his age. His these well, no, kids. I was saying, if, if you rapping in, in front of all your peoples and you doing good, I think I don't. I don't think. I mean, his little crew, and I think he. I think if he got a crew, I'm typically. If you think about it right now, let's perfect example. Uh, <laughs> nephews, you know, what I'm saying nephews. You already know what type of music that they know about. So if they know about it at their age, and this kid is like, you know, maybe 13, 14, whatever, and then you see the age of most of these, because these rappers are just getting younger. Like that one dude, I don't know his name, but he got oh, a case. Oh, you're saying, you're saying like the, his appeal to other... Other kids. And his, 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 his age range? Yeah, they probably think he's trash because he's not doing, you know, the the, the you know, woo. Woo, he not doing no, you know, no shit like, he don't have no shit like that. His shit is straight lyrics. And he's rapping over J. Cole. I mean, I think, I, I think what the, like, like there's a small, well, I understand what you're saying. I would say if we talking about locally, I think, I'm pretty sure if he, if he's been like that, I'm pretty sure he's got a good following. But I'm pretty sure at the same time, there's got to be a small community of kids that are listening to certain things that we think they're not like the so, other, other other rappers like i was telling remember that dude i was telling you about this young kid he he reposts 
um, like old mob deep videos and he reacts to it. I, I seen like I seen it once because it popped up on my feed. Like he, I don't know how old he is, but his channel basically he rewatches the shit we listen to, and he's like a young dude and he gives his reaction to oh, it. Oh yeah, I seen him. I seen him. He he. So um, I, so I, I want to say like let's say if he's got a certain amount of followers, that could be putting dudes in his age range. Cause I think I think the, the biggest issue is they don't know it, it exists. So if they don't know it exists, then they may not be in that in that frame of mind to want to hear it. Because once you hear that shit, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck is this shit?" You know what I'm saying? So I think it may, it's growth too. You know what I'm saying? Like it, I expect kids to listen because it's catchy. So I, I don't want to say kids should be listening to whatever. If you a young man and you grew up in this in this lifestyle and this internet and this fast microwavable um, world, then I, I understand the appeal of what they listen to and what they are drawn to because it's real simple, it's real easy, and you know who wouldn't? It's catchy, so it's like who wouldn't? You know, that's, it's, it's easier to feed that to kids than something like a meal. Like, we always talk about how hip-hop is like a meal. You know, like, you have to you have to cook it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's not like a microwave popcorn where it takes two minutes. You know what I'm saying? And it's done type shit. Like, so, I, I mean, I, I get it. I, like I said, I don't want to knock everyone, but at the same time, it's like, if you want to get some, it's just, I don't, I don't know. Like kids come into consciousness at different ages. I mean, me, it was more when I was maybe sixteen, seventeen. Mm-hmm. I wanted to hear other shit. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to, you know, because I was like, I grew up, I grew up on a lot of, a lot of shit, and I was like, I want to hear something different. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There's got to be something different out there. So I don't want to knock kids, but at some point you. Got it. I don't know. I Somebody's responsible, my nigga. Somebody got to be responsible because at the end of the day, at what I say it is, I say it's the parents because you got to think about this. If your kid got a phone right now, your kid got access to fucking, if you got an iPhone, your kid got access to Apple Music. If your kid got an Android, you got access to Google Play. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's it. There's a world of things at their fucking disposal, you know what I'm saying, from apps to everything else. And like I said, the way I got it with my son, he has an iPhone, but when his shit come through, when he want to download something, that shit hit me with the alert, like, yo, he wants to download this, that, and third. It takes me straight to whatever he's trying to download, and I could look it over, I could see the age thing, this, that, and third, and I got to... One hit approve, and then second, I gotta hit my thumbprint to let it go through and be official. You know what I'm saying? That comes from him buying shit. Fuck that, man. I'm not no like you know what I'm saying because there's no way. Yeah, but I'm not knowing. Fuck that, man. I got to. So the thing is, when he used to. What about the kids that don't got that don't got like parents? Because how you get a phone? Some of these grandmas are, and I'm not knocking Nikki, but if the grandma bumping Nikki, the mama bumping Nikki, what you think the the seed bumping? Nigga, Bernice Burgos is a grandmother. You feel me? Like, you see how <laughs> so... it can, I want to say this. The grandmas is always, and this is, I don't give a fuck where you, what, 
what world you from? If you from planet Earth, the grandma was always laid down a law. You know what I'm saying? Dead ass. The grandma would never listen to Nikki. She like you would get you would get beat up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you you would got like are you like if you'd even like try to think you were gonna listen to something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or so if we if we move in a culture now where the parents are not or not conscious, they're not scary because you I don't know what's gonna happen with that kid. That's what it is. The, but that's that's the ultimate answer. The parent ain't there and yeah. they're not and they not telling you no, you not there's some other shit out that's there. That's the ultimate and, answer. And for you, they're not scary. That's the ultimate like, answer. It, we got it. Then it then it becomes normal. Like, okay, all, you can pretty much do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want, type shit. Now, I don't want to say, I just know her music, so I'm not, I'm not saying her personally. I'm just saying that's not something that you want a young woman to listen to. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, it's not like Roxanne, like, that's the thing with me, and we always talk about growth with our artists. Once you get a certain age, it's like, for Nikki. She's in a pivotal role. She can be selling other things because think about Roxanne Shante, think about Runaway, her song Runaway. She can have a runaway now, you know what I'm saying? She can talk about stuff like that. So it's like once you make it out and you grow and you become a a woman, like an older woman, and you've already made all your money, now you can come back and you can talk about shit like Eve did. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have positive messages in your music and not worry about first week sales. Not, but that's the thing. It's the person at the end of the day. They have to experience that growth and then deliver it lyrically to the to the consumers because how many years can you talk about the same shit? You know what See, I'm saying? Like, how many years can you sell these images? And you got to think about who's out there listening. And, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you can you can be 18, 19, 20, 16, 17, whenever you listen to Nikki, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to, it's just like, well, I don't want to say 16, 17, but you just got to know, like, this is, you know, you, I don't know. I, I, can't, no, I right. can't speak for the world. You, you, you know, right. like the world got to, you just gotta, you know, fuck. <laughs> if you look at the, if you look at the track listing right now of Rhapsody's last album, Layla's Wisdom, that's the intro. She's got a record called Power. She's got a record called Chrome Up. I mean Chrome. She's got Pay Up. She's got Riding, Sassy, Nobody, Black and Ugly. You should know a roller coaster jam called Love. That's a shot. That's a nod to De La Soul. Um, you used to love me, knock on my door, ooh wee, and Jesus coming. That Jesus coming record is so kind of tough to listen to from the, um, from the mindset, like what she's saying, like it's, it could be kind of taken like sad, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, the black and ugly record, you know, dealing with, you know, with, how people might have, you know, seen her and treated her, this, that, and the third. Um, you know, the the sassy record is is a fun, playful joint. It, it, it reminds me of um it reminds me of uh the electric lady record from Janelle Monet. And when you look at these women rapping, they don't get the shine. 
when people look at Rhapsody, they would look at her like, oh, is she gay? Is, you know, she she raps like so much like a dude, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with Janelle Monae. Same, it was like, well, you know, she doesn't show her skin, so what's wrong with her? You know what I'm saying? Like this, that, and third. Like it's all, you know, it's all about like what you want to be. And I feel like these women are being themselves no different than the men. That's why I bring them up. You know, same thing with Missy. Like you said, Missy was always that. She danced. She was comfortable in her body, her weight, the way she looked, this, that, and third. Missy was incredible. You know what I'm saying? Eve was like, had to be a beast on the mic. You know what I'm saying? Going through it with the other Rough Riders. You know what I'm saying? She was, that's what she needed to do and hold it down. But like you said, records like Love is Blind and you know what I'm saying? Um, like, it was just, it was different, yo. It was so different. And I hate that people have to see, they know that they need to be different, but they decide to do, you know, something so left that's that's entirely crazy, you know what I'm saying, just to stand out. But um, the funny thing is, yeah, that's the answer. I think we found the answer. The answer is the parents at the end of the day. Parents just don't understand you know, Will Smith made a record, you know, with Jazzy Jeff years and years and years ago. Um, and I think nowadays the parents, they don't get it. You know what I'm saying? They they really don't. The parents are um the parent the parents like they're not paying attention to the kids, they're not paying attention to what it is that they're doing. A lot of parents are working, you know what I'm saying, and all of that and there's so much can't come home with red hair. How you, how, like, what's the conversation? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's or tattoos? I mean, is that a cry? Is that a cry for 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 help? Is that is that just your 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 kid saying everybody's doing it at school? Are you a new age parent where you're okay with? Like, I don't I don't know. It's just I don't I don't know the mind state of of parents or I may be wrong maybe I mean this is just my opinion but I don't like we were talking about this a long time ago I mean for black men as far as hair dye we were saying we were saying black brown and then you know how niggas used to do the blonde shit you know like the you know like the you know so we was like okay we narrowed it down to like three colors but Anything else, we always thought, okay, that's something like a woman would get her hair dyed. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, I don't know. I mean, let I don't me tell know you if, this. if I'm me, right in that. Like, there's, let me tell you this. There's, I got, certain, there's this, certain hair colors that we would never, like, gravitate towards just because, like, what if you have to get a job and you come to, uh, you go to an interview with blue hair, red hair, green it's not hair? Happening. It's not happening. It's not. I mean, like that's that's what we that's what we ultimately talking about. Is not all. A lot of people don't realize. Like, we're not talking about the rappers here. We're talking about like human, like people. Because yeah, you see your favorite rapper doing something, and then you emulate it. You get the tattoos on your face. Did your parents tell you that that's lowering your your job opportunities? You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's different. It's like we're talking about 
living in the world past your teenage years because things you do now, especially tattoos on your face, well, let me, let's, that perception. Let's, let's do this real quick. Um, we're going to take a quick break. And then uh, I created, I, I wrote it in the description last time. It's going to be like story time with Al. So that's going to, we're going to get into that real quick in this, in this same uh, topic right here. So we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Year. You know what it is, it's your boy Al, you know what I'm saying, and thank you for rocking with the Say No More Podcast. I just wanted to take a quick time out to give you a little bit of information, you know what I'm saying. So if you wanted any quick um, questions or anything like that, tweet, you know, tweets, whatever, whatever, you can hit us at the Say No More Pod, and that's P- the Say No More P-O-D, that's on Twitter. Everything else is pretty much the Say No More Podcast. And that's on Facebook or Instagram, you know what I'm saying? And it's including the Gmail, the Say No More Podcast at gmail.com. So um, just wanted to make a quick shout out to, you know, my brother, Jaquan, a.k.a. Artis, who's the MC that you definitely heard on um, The Essence, which was the tribute to Guru on the Moment of Truth 20th anniversary. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely the engineer. He's making everything sound smooth, good, you know what I'm saying? Layering everything properly to make sure that this show comes out with the best quality that you can get. You know what I mean? So you definitely appreciate that. Nothing gets done by by yourself, you know what I'm saying, you definitely have to have a strong team behind you, you know what I mean, I just wanted to highlight that real quick, Beautiful Noise Entertainment is the building, you already know that's the label, and when you hear the music on here, typically the music is produced by me, I go by DJ Nasla, which is just my name backwards, that's N-A-H-S-L-A, so that's DJ Nasla, and that, you can catch me on that on Twitter, and the same thing on Instagram, you know what I'm saying, as well as Facebook. So just wanted to hit y'all with that little bit of information. All right, now back to the show. One, you're, yo, we right back, you know what I'm saying, you know, after that quick little commercial break real fast. But, um, yeah, you was talking about the tattoos and the hair and stuff like that. So we're going to do a quick story time with Al real fast. Um, there was one time, uh, so my head, so I'm black and Native American. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it like, my hair has always been long. You know what I'm saying? Like, my parents never cut it, you know. Um, and same with my brothers. We've all had long hair. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, back in the days, my dad, he used to, you know, do the waves, but he would do it to the side with a part, you know what I'm saying, on my left side. He would do the part, and then he would brush to the left, and then brush him to the right, and then take all of my hair my mother would take it and braid it in the back. And it just had this like long braid going down. Now I was born in Long Beach, raised in Jersey. So when I got the, in, in, in Cali, that shit was cool. We was living in Downey. I went to like Maul Price elementary, uh, for kindergarten. And after that I was, you know, we was first grade was, uh, in East Orange. So, um, you know, uh, I was talking about this over, I think, with a passenger when I was still doing Uber and shit. And, um, you know, my whole shit changed up because out here was cool with the long hair, this, that, and third. I was the only black kid in my class. But, um, you know, when I got out there, dudes was giving it to me like crazy pause. Like, they was just like, yo, this nigga is, you look like a girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... I was catching that shit left and right. Me and my bro, I got into fights because of this shit. Like, it was just straight bully mode, you know what I'm saying? So I had to put in that bully work and, like, hold myself down. Like, not let these niggas fuck with me just because of my hair. So I remember 
Um, it was like we was playing football, and I remember crisscross was out, and I wanted to get my hair like that. But they had the little short joints, and my mom's was not cutting my hair all the way off. So what she did was she cut the sides, and she braided it, and it just hung down. You know what I'm saying? And me and, me and Jaquan had both the same hairstyle and shit like that. My mom's was very much in the pictures, so we took pictures. So, you know, we didn't, at that point, we wasn't catching no shit. But I remember that was the first time I cut my hair because after that like my grandmother didn't like it my pops didn't really like it so we just instead of like unbraiding it and letting the rest of the hair grow back they just cut the braids off so for a little while I had short hair just kept getting regular short haircuts this down the third it wasn't until seventh grade because I think that's not when was the 96 when the Iverson come in 96 97 draft Yeah, yeah, about that time. All right, so around that time, um, so, yeah, no, 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 no. I remember. It was seventh grade. Wait, was it, was it, was it, was it Kobe 96? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iverson came in the same year. Yeah, so. So he was before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was still 96 because it was, you know why? Because um, my graduating ring said 97 from eighth grade. And, um,. The ring said 97, so 96 was the year I was still going from 7th to 8th. So, um, so yeah, anyway, I wanted cornrows because um, cause Iverson had it. You know what I'm saying? I, was, I loved Iverson because you know, he crossed up Jordan, crossed up my favorite player, and I saw, like, something in that confidence you know what i'm saying for him to say you know if you watch the dvd that came out with the sneakers they was like you know he was talking about how he was gonna take jordan when he was a kid and he crossed him up and scored on him and dropped like 50 even though chicago our squad we still bust that ass that same night i still respected it so i was just like i started looking at iverson in a different way so i wanted braids my hair was not yet long enough to fully braid all the way to the end. So I would have had them short ass ends, like, you know, barely enough. So my mother said, you can do it, but I'm going to have to put some extensions in your hair. This is 1996. And you back in the day, chicks used to get clowned because you couldn't do all this magic to make it look like it was just natural. So if you ain't had no hair, you wore extensions. And dudes would clown on you, calling you bald head, this, that, and the third. Son, this nigga, my nigga Adlor, yo, he seen the ends of my hair because that's where she put the extensions in. They said, yo, this nigga got weave. Yo, the whole... I was gonna say, you feel when you got the extension? Nigga, because I was trying to look... I thought, I thought she was gonna uh, clean it and make it look <laughs> decent. Nigga, they, uh, they lit me the fuck up, B. Like, I'm talking... Yo, yo I, I went home that day. I said, I'm take... I said, yo, that's wild. I said, yo, take these shits out, yo. Take these motherfuckers out. I can't do it. 
hell no, they clowning me at school, this, that, and the third. When I, when I get enough hair, then I'll come back with my regular shit. And it wasn't like I just couldn't do it. I just wanted it done, and my mother gave me the idea, but it just... It didn't go over as well as we thought it was. She tried to tuck them in. She tried to help me out. But, you know, kids ain't shit. So niggas seen what I was trying to do and couldn't respect the game. And they shitted on me. So that's just what that was. And I'll speak on a tattoo thing. Uh, oh, my they God. Had to, my they had to, <laughs> I mean, for the culture, they, they had to do it. They kept it above, nigga. They respected the game. They taught me a lesson. They taught they taught me a major lesson and I, I accept it, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I took it. I took the L, you know what I mean? So the thing I say about the tattoos, uh I was twenty because I had Marmar when I was twenty uh twenty two. Um yeah, like I think after after I had left uh Arizona and came back, when I went to Jer I went to Jersey as soon as I left A Z. So when I went to Jersey, I linked up with my cousin and he gave me my first two tattoos. And what I was thinking was if I'm gonna get them, I've always thought about like getting them never like exposing you know, like so much where they were. Like I didn't want to put them on like my forearm or my hand and no shit like that. Like I was always the the key, the go to place to get a tattoo was like your shoulder, you know what I'm saying, or your your bicep or some shit like that, or maybe your back or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that was the go to to keep them hidden type shit. You know what I'm saying? Unless you wore like a tank top or you know you're playing ball or some shit like that. So um, I remember getting them. And they were one one was on my left shoulder, the other one was on my right shoulder. And I remember when I came home and um my pops, he was in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, Man, one of these days I'm gonna go out here to play ball or some shit like that and they're gonna see it anyway. So I'm I'm the type of nigga to just be like, you know what, fuck it. Like meet the shit head on. You know what I'm saying? What's the worst that could happen? So I did I think I came in with, with a cut sleeve shirt or whatever, and my pops was just looking at my arms and shit. He was just like, <laughs> and he was like, yo, what, you got some temporary tattoos on or something? I was like, nah, they don't come <laughs> on. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you said temporary. Oh, nigga. Oh man, <laughs> temporary nigga. Mind Yo, you, you already <laughs> know what time it is, nigga. You gotta, nigga. I'm 22 at this time, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yo, wow. <laughs> Yo, he said he is like, "Yo, them shit." He is like, "Them tattoos temporary," and he, is, I was like, "Nah, they don't come off." He is like, "They better come off." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, hell nah, they'll they'll come off." He is like, "Yo." He was like, that's what you do to your body? You put, you put, because <laughs> think about it. You ever wrote on your skin or like with a, you know, when kids used to do that shit with uh, like a pen or a marker to draw like the fake tattoo when you was in school or whatever, or even the temporary joints, man, my pops, he would never let us have them shits. I could never get an earring. I could never get contacts. I could never do none of this crazy shit that niggas was out here doing. Definitely no fucking tattoos. My pops was like, man, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. So, 
it comes back to the parents at the end of the day. Like you said, if your kid, I can't, I'll tell you right now, if Amar, if Amar came into this house with a tattoo, nigga, we... What did Coach Ray say? What's wrong? Did somebody black your eye? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> this is... That's what they're going to be telling. Oh, I should have said that. That's... <laughs> 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 hey, I'm not gonna say that. I don't I don't condone any violence to kids. Hey, but yo. I would say Listen, man. I would I would say I think it, you know, like I would say the culture before me and before them and probably dating back to who God knows when, you know, they had there was a culture of doing things to kids if they did something disagreeable. Listen, nigga, so, I'm telling you right now. I just made a joke because I remember, like, <laughs> if I came on with something, <laughs> like, nigga, let me anyway, tell you. Anyway. Let me tell you this, nigga. If he come first off, yeah, me and him gonna have a nice conversation. Let's just put it like that, because I ain't incriminating myself, because we know how niggas do nowadays with taking niggas' yeah, podcasts. Yeah, let's erase that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really nah, that. fuck that. We real. We keeping it in here, but we know what niggas do. <laughs> niggas be like, niggas dead ass will take your podcast and try to get you on some bullshit. But check this out, though. I'm gonna tell you right now. First off, me and him gonna have a nice conversation, and then I'm gonna have a conversation with whoever the fuck gave him that tattoo because this nigga's not 18. You know what I'm saying? At the end no, of the I day, I think you, Nissana, respect you. I think you and Nissan, I think he respects you enough. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if violated. if there was he any, would vi- I don't think you would violate like that to even no. have a checking conversation because you you know you you don't tell him things that a lot of people aren't telling these kids. And then he's gonna respect you for not because it's one thing I can tell a kid don't get a tattoo mm-hmm. and not say nothing else, but if I drop knowledge on top of that of why this 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 and this, um, even your potential, let's say um, your relationships with whoever you're gonna be dating, they not that may turn certain people off just from having that that tattoo on your face so you may be missing out on something even on that level because they may not mess with that you know what i'm saying and i'm not saying that if you know people do judge things and that could be messing up something potential for you in the future of someone that may would have maybe liked you if you didn't have that you know what i'm saying they may think of you as a certain way so I think that's um, something to think about. But like I said, I think you would break down all these aspects of why you shouldn't do that, you know what I'm saying, especially to your, your face. Oh, a thousand you know what I'm saying? Percent. That's something that, that, I mean, what can you want on your face that, you know, you want the whole world to know and see? Because basically, a tattoo is not only for you, it's for others. Because that's the thing, I know people... People, I know, I know you, I, I know there's a tattoo culture, and I, I'm not aware of it because I don't have any, but a lot of people don't realize if you got tattoos, people don't want to know what that means. So I, I think a lot of people are turned off if you come up to somebody and say, or even through a conversation, you know, what does that mean or what is that? So a lot of people don't realize, like, when you, ta- when you, when you, when you show your tattoos, that's opening up dialogue. 
you know, and a lot of people don't realize that they have tattoos because it's like, I'm like, what is, why do you have a tattoo on your face and what does that mean? Exactly. So if you feel a certain way about answering that a million times, I would suggest not getting a tattoo on your face or, or if it's visible too, because like you said, if it's visible, people don't want to know what it is, what it means. You know, I mean, I, I, that's my, that's how I take it. Like, if I see something I don't know, if it's not like the Coca-Cola logo, because I know what that means, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. If you like, that's your favorite drink, you know what I'm saying? But if it's something I don't know, I, you know, I, people have questions. You exactly. Know what I'm exactly. Yeah. So, like, I mean, for him, if he come in with some shit, I'm just going to be like, yo, What's what's popping? Like you got something you want to tell me? You know, like what's what's going on? This that you know what I'm saying? Like we we gotta figure some things it's out. Gotta, we gonna have a conversation. It's, gotta it's just gotta be honestly face tattoos. It's gotta be. I in my personal opinion, it's gotta be deeper than a face tattoo. It's gotta be something that it has to. It has to be something deeper. Like you were talking about a psychological level not mm-hmm. just art because obviously art is art you can tattoo your whole body you know what I'm saying with, with tats but I think once it hits your face I think that that's something a little bit deeper that you gotta dig into because that's some I mean that's all day like you can have tattoos and nobody will ever know you know what I'm saying based on the way you dress yeah. So they'll never know. But once you have it on your face, you can't really hide that. That's like open consumption. Exactly. Exactly. A thousand percent. Um, I, I feel like, uh, you know, um, well, let's, let's, uh, so, so with that being said, let's, to get back on to like the whole thing, um, I think ultimately, uh, the answer is the parents, you know what I'm saying? Because if you look at it, your parent got to be okay with this. You're not just, you know, coming out of nowhere. They, they're they just, you know, I don't know what it is. These parents nowadays don't give a shit. They're sitting back, you know what I'm saying? And I, I, you can't really tell me that, you know, that they do. And, you know, I'm not really buying the whole, oh, we're this is our situation and this, that, and the third, like, you know, like I needed my kid to do what he's doing or all this crazy shit to be able to get out of, uh, I don't know, to get, to get out of our situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just think you don't Are you have to, my hair dye? no, I'm just, just this, everything. Just well, let's finish your hair dye real quick and then we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Are we out of touch, or or can you just you you're a human? You can do whatever you want. No, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> you can do you at the end of the day. Yes, you can do whatever you want. But when it starts to roll into this is the thing that's going on in hip hop culture now. It, the thing to do is make sure that. You get your hair dyed. Make sure that you get a bunch of tattoos. Like when that becomes a thing. Culture? No, no, no. But there's a lot of motherfuckers I, in this culture that do it. If that, we go in a war, if we go in a war, and the war is about uniformity, it's about having a certain look. And you look at the man to your left, and you look at to the man to your right. 
the man to your left got red hair and tattoos on his face. And the man to your right got dreads or he got a fade or he got a bald. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who you going to war? Who, you know, who you going to have on the, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's does the that thing. change your state of mind? Does that change your state of mind? Can you still be, con- I mean, like, I don't know. It changes like, the visual. It changes because like, that's what I'm saying. So if the visuals change, how is that mental? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are what conversations are you having? Like, I, I don't want to judge people on the exterior because this person could be at Harvard putting in work. Yeah, I don't want to. Is, that, is di- that typical? Like, is is that, well, is the, that you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's a hard thing to kind of narrow down, like, but that's what that's my point. I, the point is. The point is, it's not about your fucking image, which which nowadays everything is so image fucking conscious. Like because a motherfucker will a dude will walk out here in a dress and painted nails, it'll be somebody that takes a picture of it and says, "Oh, did you see this?" And then motherfucker got a comment on it and this, that, and the third. Well, who is this? And then it's like, "Oh, he realizes, oh, I'm lit because of this." So. What what's the next closest easiest thing to do to get me out there? Like it can't just be the dress and 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 what I'm wearing. So I, let's let me say that I'm a rapper. Hey, I'm rapping. Can, can is there anybody out here that'll have a studio or book me or some shit like that? And it, it it's motherfuckers that'll do it. And that's what I'm saying. Like because that's how that's what I see when I see these people. When I see you and your image is so fucking crazy. It looks like you did this purposely to get people to pay attention to you. And then you want to rap. And what you're rapping about is not shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it doesn't hold any weight. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't mean anything. You're not really saying anything. I'm sorry if the if there was the the most conscious motherfucker that just was about to come out that has neon green hair and decide, likes to paint his nails and th- these rappers have fucked it up for whoever the conscious nigga that was going to come out with that type of image. I'm sorry if it fucked it up, but that image you have to know that the way things have been and this is I guess the way people uh, the millennials want to do they want to break through everything and go against what everything used to be i'm not sitting up here saying do that you know what i'm saying i'm not saying go with the same route or anything like that but when it comes to this make some make another genre make another culture make something else that is different like i hate that being a hip-hop is the most dominant culture and that everybody just feels like you could just do whatever and everybody should be a part of it. That's not the case. It was grew it grew off of some basic principles and ideas and thoughts. And your shit is supposed to have some elements of rapping, DJing, breakdancing, tagging, and display some sort of knowledge. So if- hip-hop not hip-hop but all right if we kind of compare it to rock is is these new guys metal because if you think about metal bands like a lot of them i don't know i don't know i'm just i'm i get what you're saying no keep going keep going keep going i'm gonna say with metal they i don't want to say they 
dressed up because they didn't have talent. I'm sure a lot of these metal ballot um, were extremely talented, but it kind of it centered them away from you know the alternative, the grunge, the soft rock, you know pop rock. Like there's all these different cultures within rock and roll, and with their heavy heavy tattoos and all this stuff, that kind of differentiated themselves from the pack. So is the new are these new guys super untalented and they're used and they're or is it the metal stage where it's about doing whatever you want? Is it the drugs, the heroin they're doing because that's what they're doing? These the the lean. It, what is it? Is it pills? What like is it the is it the internet? What you need to do to be stand out and be successful, you know, by any means necessary. I mean, it seems like we're going. At, I, I'm scared of the extremes that people are going to take to get noticed. Um, if, if you know what I'm saying, like, I I, I don't know. Is that does that sound right? Is this is this metal? Is this grunge? Is this expression? I mean, what are we going to get? Because this is obviously the fallout from something that's happened, you know, previous rappers. It's just kind of like their offspring, but in a different way. So what comes after this, which is I, I'm scared of. I mean, if they're doing this now, what are they going to be doing in five years? Or, or is rap just going to get back into its natural? Or are these guys just going to just be gone? What's going to happen? I mean, I can't. I can't say what happens next. I, I that's it. It is sad. It it is sad, and that's why this is this is kind of what brings it all full circle. Like, you know, we want these records to live on. You know, what I'm saying like, you can't turn around and be like, "Hey, Pusha, can you give me another album?" It's like, nah, yo, like. What he gave you, you got to appreciate it. You got to take it in. You got to love it. You know what I'm saying? So you look at a person like Kendrick, you know, and, and I, I'll tie this into him and J-Rock. J-Rock just released the album Redemption. Incredible album. I love it. Um, J-Rock, you know, and if you haven't, we we recommended that go to go watch the uh, Redemption um you know, series that he had on YouTube. So at this point, if you're listening to this podcast, you should have seen it already. Um, If you look, Kendrick Lamar was a fucking hype man. It wasn't Kung Fu Kenny. It wasn't Kendrick with the, you know, with the fade. It wasn't any of that. It was this little boy, younger man, that wanted to be there. He looked up to J-Rock everything because a lot of people look at J-Rock as like just one of the members on the side type shit if you really know the history you wouldn't look at him like that so you know niggas like you you gotta see that fact that he was there all the time and Schoolboy Q was Kendrick's hype man was like I'll do anything just to feel whatever it is on that stage I'm gonna say these bars with that you're gonna say and you know what I'm gonna live in the studio and they talk about it like back when you know on um on uh the heart part three before right after good kid mad city came out he was like you know 
Absol, um, you know, they closing down VIP records, so they about to go on the drought. We all sleeping on the floor, this, that, and the third. Like, the stories that they're telling, if you look at anybody's stories, like a LL, when he was talking about, yo, I was homeless, you know what I'm saying, looking for a place, and this, that, and the third. Like, you know, it's um, it's it's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it, it's, it's different, the... Um, the quality in which um, is different in in regards to the quality in which the music that you're getting because of the time that was put in, the thoughts that are put in, the effort that's put in, what they're doing it for, who came before them, the legacy, the city, all of these things that I'm talking about exists within the realm of your MC, your favorite MCs. You know what I'm saying? Not they and they can tell you these stories. These stories are out there and you can hear it within the music that is being built, that is being distributed in this that and third is greatness. You know what I'm saying? Like we should be concerning ourselves with the greatness, not with everybody that's just doing it just to fucking do it. It's too many people that are doing rap music and in the culture of hip-hop for money for gain for this that and the third do not give a fuck about it or anything like that because it does not show that you do you know what i'm saying like well, that's how it loses the soul exactly it's also like with the sampling um when you use when you use all these these new whatever beats trap beats there's no there's no soul in these beats it's, it's like None. almost like life it's lifeless, you know what I'm saying? It puts and you in a state, it puts you in a certain mood that they're trying to put you you're into. In a, you're, pretty much, you're pretty much in a trance. Yes, you know what I'm saying? It's yes. Tra- it's actually, that's why they call it a trap, because you're, you're trapped. Yep, you know what I'm saying? a thousand percent. You're, you're super trapped, like, like the, just even the, what is that, the sound wave or whatever they call it. You're, you are trapped, you know, versus a, like a sample. You know, it's different. It's just coming from vinyl. It's coming from... Actual, it's it's a whole another it's a whole another beast, and I also noticed too, like these female rappers, they talking about killing, they talking about chopping up dope, they getting harder than the men. You yeah. know, it's kind of like, it's wild, and then the men, not all the men, but the men are getting some of them are getting more feminine, and the women are getting more masculine. Yeah, not I'm not not playing a gender role thing, but it, it's kind of it's just a weird. I mean, we're just talking about from a hip hop legacy. I don't I don't deal with the whole. I'm not I don't disrespect anybody. Whoever they want to be, they can be. But I'm just talking about from hip. Cause we can talk about hip hop. If anybody want to soundbite, we talking about from a hip hop standpoint. So we can talk about what's changed. And if you don't like it, I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Is we don't ever attack anybody. We just talk about our our perspective. But it's it just, it's a little weird. But um, like I was telling you earlier, it's time to go back and explore things that you may not have been up on. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying, especially stuff from the golden era. Um, but I'll, I'll let you finish your point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, like, um, you know what I'm saying? We... We don't have to stay on it too much longer. Like, I, I just feel like there are certain people that, like, when you heard Kendrick's music, you knew that there was something. 
you couldn't just play it and be like, oh, you know, I'm just going to play it. Not like you had to sit down and listen. There are some meals. When it's a meal, you know what it is. When it's, you know, the skippables and this, that, and third. When you listening to it, like you listened. I listened to the album. And then I went back again and listened to see all the things that I didn't catch. And then I listened again. And then listened again. And then listened again. Like, that's just... This is life. It's just because when you hear it, we think about Illmatic, and you think about Reasonable Doubt, and you think about Good Kid, Mad City. These are the, these, this is what led up to the release of the album their whole lives. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to necessarily, like, cause I, I don't like to put, I mean, I do style on age, but if you've been doing it since you, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten. By the time you're 18, you're already, you know, almost like a veteran. That's why Nas's bar is so crazy. He exactly. He may have wrote Illmatic at that age, but he was writing way before that. A lot of people don't realize that he was battling before that, just like, just like even with Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? We saw what he was doing, but he also lived a life, you know what I'm saying? He had, he had his whole story to tell. So that's why he is going to be touring in his 40s and 50s. You know what I'm saying? He is going to have a 20th anniversary of Good, Good Kid, Mad City, where he goes back to the city and performs it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's his soul was in it. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the difference. Is like we, we, need that, we need that feeling back. We need to, you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, no, I, I can't, I can't, I, I mean, I, like, I don't want to say I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I don't care unless there's artists I fuck with. Like, I'm, if someone tells me somebody new is hot, I don't, like, you, I'll, I'll wait, I'm okay with waiting a couple years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm totally fine with being wrong about, I, I just don't really care to listen to anything new that, that's not on my radar. Cause I, I think that's time can be spent on, on, you know, old Boogie Down production production albums that I slept on or, or Paris or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I think it, it's, it's time to go back and listen to shit that we may have not listened to. Because, like, like, my whole thing we've been talking about, you ain't got no, we ain't got no time. What is that we've been talking about? The Sharif shit? Oh, and yeah, all got time to hear that shit. Yeah. Yeah, because I'll bring this topic up. Um, I was gonna talk about whoa, damn, what was the what was the um um oh hip hop confessions, sorry, so I okay. so I wanted to kinda of introduce a segment gotcha. of hip hop confessions, right? Now what I wanna bring up in the in these in in this um segment is maybe not not just artists I slept on, but albums I slept on. Okay. And a big part of that was there was a time where I didn't listen to conscious rap. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to like just gang gang shit, like DJ Quick and C eight, you know what I'm saying? Like no limit shit. Just like just there's not 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 knocking any of these rappers, but nothing that, you know, you can really get a different angle on life for it. It's just like it is what it is, it's that music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Mac 10, all that shit. But during Lauren, like, and I fuck with Fuji's. I fuck with Fuji's heavy, but I didn't fuck with the, the miseducation, and I ain't gonna lie. That's that's my confession, dog. Like, 
I slept on it. I let everybody tell me it was a miracle. I let everybody tell me this was the best album. Mm-hmm. I, and then, I'm telling you, I, I was the biggest Fuji fan. I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna style on Lauren, but I didn't, I didn't play your album like I should have. I, I didn't take time to, to really, you know, love the album. So that's my hip hop. I'm, I'm gonna be real. I'm, I'm gonna be a hundred percent. You know, what I'm, I'm gonna throw like, mine out there. Let me. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like I let people tell me for twenty years, like oh, miseducation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I can't let. And I think when it came, when did it come out in ninety? Ninety eight. It's 20, 20th anniversary. Yeah, um, you don't tell me to listen to that when I got DMX. I got Onyx, I got Jay-Z, I got, I got Bootcamp, I got just, I got so much other stuff I'm listening to, you know what I'm saying? We got Bad Boy, not, I just, not, I just think it wasn't a pro, I had the album, so I'm not going to say I didn't have it. it. It's like, I also had, I probably had one of the biggest CD collections you'd ever see too, so it's like, that wasn't priority, to be honest. Like, I, I played it, I didn't, I didn't cherish it. I ain't, ain't, ain't nobody got time to hear that shit, Sharif, you know what I'm saying? I probably, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, yeah, that's what it was, you know what I'm saying? So that's my hip-hop confession. I do got it now. I just recopped it, you know, a couple weeks ago. So definitely sad to say that I, it wasn't a part of my life this entire time. It's been incredible album um i did fuck with unplugged though i'm not gonna lie i fuck with unplugged her unplugged a lot um and then like i said the fuji i don't know why i didn't get back to her album to be honest i think once i didn't play it it just sat there and and i forgot all about it so that's my <laughs> that's my profession uh, well i tell you what i ain't gonna let you just you know be out there by yourself you know what i'm saying uh <sighs> Jersey niggas is gonna be getting at me for this one, but it's whatever. Oh, you better not style on rep, man. <laughs> no, gonna... hell no, hell no, hell no. Fly your head. That that will never happen. But no, we're gonna keep it in the same oh, realm. Don't say <laughs> we're gonna keep it on the same realm. The Fugees, right. right? Blunted on reality, nigga. The first I, one. I never listened to that album. The first one. I would say this: you can get a pass if you set the score. It would be different. Very different. But this is the because thing. I think I would say because wait, which one were you put on to first? The score. Even being from Jersey, right? That's what. That's why this is my confession. Me being from Jersey. What? 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 Real quick question: Was it? Was it? Was it the shit everybody was talking about? Well, see, that's that's the part where I will I will gladly take your hip hop pass because two things happened to me in '93 and '94. In '93, my two arguably best favorite hip hop songs of all time is "Hip Hop Hooray" and um, "Mass Appeal." Mass Appeal came out March 8th, 1994, because it came out on Hard to Earn. So, actually, the song probably came out before that. 
Um, but Hard to Earn was released on March 8th, and Mass Appeal, the single, was released... What date? I don't know what date the single was released. What were they single, though? Fuji's? Yeah, They had vocab. One. They had nappy heads. They have... This is the thing. So I, I was... They, if, we, if we go on off... I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give you a little credit or whatever. I don't know what to say, but if if they wasn't like, say they was a, a group that you know everybody was talking about well, that was going around the city, yeah, and everybody was telling you about it, and you local, then that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't but that. It if, wasn't if that. Talking about rap city. I'm, I'm gonna keep it a plug. I watch Rap City every day, so it was on I'm gonna City. tell you that 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 whatever they first album. Let me see. I gotta see these singles. Wait, uh, hold on, but I check gotta, this out. I'm gonna just read you back. off who dropped in '94. Nigga, hard to earn. Um, fucking uh, Illmatic. I could already stop talking right there. Southern Playalistic Cadillac Music. Um, the Sun Rises in the East. Ill Communication. Regular. It ain't even about that year, dog. It's about even a year prior to that. Like, but, so nigga, that, that year, but look at what came out that year, though. G Funk era, yeah, my man. nigga. I'm just saying this. All those albums you're talking about. Those, those, because I, I know part of, did you, you watch, you know, Rap City in Hell a box, yeah. right? You got the box. So, keep it a bug. Did you ever see any, because I don't, like, I'm keeping it a bug. I don't remember those videos. I just, I just went on YouTube real quick. I don't, I can't say I remember seeing those videos back then. But nigga, so you, you know why? Gotta, because people, Diggable Planets. And they videos not, if they videos put in like once a week, not even in like a regular road, like maybe, I know they played the video, I'm going to say they didn't, but if it ain't a video that's constantly coming on, but nigga, and especially even on the box where you have to buy it. That's why if I'm, it ain't on a box like that. But yeah, that's if that, it ain't on. Like, how else would you have seen it? That's why I'm naming these albums because these. If you just take the singles off of these albums, that's what was playing. Like, there is a dark side to cow. The main ingredient, fucking um, what you call it? Uh, everything is everything. A brand Nubian, Scarface, The Diary, Common Resurrection, you know what I'm saying? Biggie, Ready to Die. Like, that shit was playing everywhere, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, Big Papa and Warning were, that was like, a lot of these albums had number one videos, and if you think about how many times you've seen... Nigga, Bone Thugs and Harmony, nigga, Creeping on the Come Oh, nigga, Cross, nigga. (laughs) Oh, no, that Creeping on the Come okay, that was... um, Thuggish, Ruggish Bone, nigga, for the love of money. You couldn't get that shit off the box, my nigga. You could not. You couldn't get Regulate, my nigga. Functified? Oh, my God. Nigga, 94 was a... Nigga, you had to be... And not to mention, um, Diggable Planets already had two dudes, one bum, girl. Bum, 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 bum. Cool, like that was some. Hey, that was some ill shit. I'm after. Classic. Yeah, we we had that we had that in that blowout home that came out after that. But 
Shout out to Diggable Planets, man. Like, they were... See, they, that's what I'm saying. Hip-hop, that's what I'm saying. That shit, like, not, not through the black rose on that shit, nigga. I'm... <laughs> That, I don't remember that is, I'm telling you dog like just thinking about this, just the, all the artists you mentioned if you hit play you won't hear nothing from any it just you won't hear the same sound nah you know what I'm saying all. none of that sound is the same not at all it, it all nah, changed I'm gonna give you I'm, I'm gonna still style on you because they is from Jersey once you found out they from Jersey <laughs> but <laughs> wait old. but wait this is the thing see <laughs> I was still I was still eating off that plate from 1993. That shit was still popping. They they, they were the biggest one, and then then Redman came. So. Treacherous Illis line. What was that video? If you if you ain't from the he said if you ain't from the ghetto, don't you ever never come been to, to the, the ghetto. ghetto. Don't ever come to the ghetto, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Tret, yo, shout out to Naughty by Nature, dog. Hey, we talk about best hip-hop groups of all time we got definitely gonna have to do a, a some kind of bracket trust me um it'll, it'll be hard to take them off you know Matter what i'm saying fact, man, had, fuck it. Had, let's speak it into existence we're gonna have treach on the podcast period this oh is, I, i'm i'm down with that this, i would love to hear him and, i mean the whole the whole crew you know what i'm saying yeah, like if we can get they, everybody that'll be great but i i know we can get i, I know we're gonna get we're gonna get them on here because we 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 want to talk to these dudes. You know, what I'm saying legendary um, means a lot to me, uh, a thousand percent. But um, yeah, this conversation can go on and on and on. But you know, I think it does start at home. Is where I want to kind of leave that. Um, I do want to say one more thing about something that I heard. Something that I want to clear up. Van Lathan. Of Van Lathan's Red Pill. Oh, wait, wait, one last thing. One last thing. To about the um the kids. My take the freedom of expression, get the kids into art, let them learn, you know, musical instruments, um, show them how to draw, write poetry, let them express themselves in that way because this could you dye your hair or get face tattoos that's not necessarily an expression you know what I'm saying that's just doing what everybody else is doing you know what I'm saying allow your kids to find what they are into not what everybody's doing because you could have you know you don't know what you have in your kid until they find out so with, with all this technology they're just the world, obviously, it seemed like it should have got bigger, but it feels like it's, it's in a petri dish. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so small, so everybody's doing the same thing. So if you want your kids to express themselves, have them do it, you know, get them pens, papers, markers, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Show them how to, whatever you want to show them, you know, they can be anything they want to be, you know what I'm saying? Get them out into nature, into the forest, the ocean, let their feet touch the ground, let their minds expand, you know what I'm saying? Let them develop themselves into whatever they their calling is. Everyone's calling isn't isn't vannies and, and rapping. That's that's not that's not everyone's calling. I'm sorry to say it, you know what I'm saying? And so that's my that's my two cents on it. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, that, you know what? That could be also. That's gonna be my my um. What, what was that segment? Um, my advice to you. My advice to you is is um. 
So I know we always talk about find your wealth. You know, now this is for you, for the young youth out there, for them to have the parents help them find their wealth and find who they are by expression. And like you said, you took your seat to the to the museum, you know, for his birthday. I mean, he's gonna remember that for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna remember the things he saw time you spend with them and that's going to expand his mind you know what i'm saying he might be archaeologist one day you know you know what i'm saying he might be anything that could have or or not but it, it's important so um that that's my word of the, my my advice not and it's not saying we cutting it at the end but i want to loop that into some positive um for the for the for the even even adults you know what i'm saying ain't too too late to get a coloring book <laughs> you know what i mean you might be nice you never know. You know what I'm saying? You might be nice with it. You never, you never fucking know. You know what I'm saying? Um, nah, nah, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Definitely good advice out there. Please take, you know, take that in. You know what I mean? Art, artistic um, expression is always, is always, you know what I'm saying? Something that should, uh, you know, that you should just consider. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you never know. You know, you don't have to be... Art is say something um van lathan i'm not gonna style on you yeah van lathan from tmz van lathan of van uh, what happened? I thought he, Kanye. he was having a conversation with damian waynes and he was talking about you know drake and pusha t and this that and the third and he you know battle records and stuff like that this is for you and everyone else out there that says this bullshit. Oh, wait, what did he say? I, I need to know for some background. He said that TakeOver was all facts and Nas was jokes with Ether. Let's put it like this. That's not true. I'm sick of people giving Jay-Z the fucking... Oh, this is facts. This is real rap. This is this is really what was going on. Like you know, that niggas was forgetting Nas MC'd. If you was a fan of Nas, just like anybody else, you didn't forget about shit. He just didn't have an album out at the time. That's all that was. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, can we break that down, or are we not going to do that right now? Nah, I ain't gonna go too much into it. But I just want to say, mean, this. I'm. Man, I can. We gotta have a. We, oh, you know what? I did have that as a podcast. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got a, we got I, one. We're gonna I, talk I, about. I got some really good, some really good Jay Z Nas podcast material. We gonna we gonna break. We gonna get into that. We gonna dispel rumors and myths. But yeah, we we don't gotta we don't gotta do that. Yeah, right now. but you know this. It's just this whole thing. Like you know, let's. <laughs> Damn man, well, I can't. Well, like this is the thing. Is, is it the conversation where? Because I know a lot of people. I, I've been noticing, like you said, podcasters saying, like they're trying to reverse history with Stillmatic. I don't know if they're saying that it. It, it won. Everyone knows it won. I, I'm, I'm hoping they're saying that. But are they saying that Takeover is a better song? Yeah, because they're saying or, they, they're saying Takeover is a better they song. They're saying Takeover is a better or a song. Better this song, better better song, song. They're saying or it's, better this song. Like, what are they saying? They're saying it's a better song because of the fact that it lived longer, and plus his shit was a lot of truth, and Nas shit was just. Uh, a lot of jabs, like dick sucking lips. That's what everybody brings up at the time. Look, man, we're gonna go through it for real, for real, and we'll. I'll just put this out here, but like, if y'all know lyrics, you could literally bring these shits up. I'm looking at them right now on fucking Genius. Not that I don't know the song, but so I could actually read the shits, nigga. Like, this was not true. The one part right here where he says, and I'm just, this is just a teaser of what we're going to get into. Four albums in 10 years, nigga, I could divide. That's one every, let's say two. Two of them shits was due. One was nah, the other was Illmatic. That's a one hot album every 10 year average. Nigga, that's not true. There's nothing about that statement that is true at all. So when Nas says he has dick sucking lips, I'm not trying to sit up here and say, go find somebody that has dick-sucking lips and compare them to Jay-Z's. But if it pops into your head, nigga, it's kind of funny. This shit right here with somebody that might like Jay-Z and don't like Nas, your shit is garbage. What you trying to kick? Um, flip, sh- Switch up your flow. Your shit is garbage. What you trying to kick? Knowledge? Yes. He's been kicking knowledge. This is what he's known for. It just happens that he is one of the best at what he does and Jay was trying to take the crown, and he said a bunch of shit that he felt was his opinion. There's no truth. There's no fucking facts. So all you niggas that say that line, lift yourself. I was going to say some other shit, but you niggas might do shit like that. So lift yourself. Why is he, well, why did that come up? Like, why is takeover? Because he was or saying... Are they comparing it to Pusha T and yeah, Drake's situation? Yeah, is that compa- why they're trying to compare it? Yeah. Pusha T and Drake. No, 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 no. They were they were just saying like you know, um, they were just saying basically that I forgot exactly what this nigga was talking about, but it, it was it was in the realm of like Pusha T and Drake, and you know him saying like you know a lot of people think that, and this is an ongoing thing. A lot of people think that Nas just beat him with with uh insults and like playing the dozens and shit like that. That's nah, what they compare Ether to. You can't you cannot if we talking about mob mafia shit, we talking about the like the Godfather series and shit. We talking about the five families. These are these are like two of the five families. You ain't gonna just go to the to the the mob boss 
with a fucking cap gun and, and defeat him. Exactly. And, and if you're going to break down, um, you know, like jokes, as in that, that means that's a cap gun. That means that's not something that's going to kill your enemy. It's a cap gun. It goes cap, cap. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Jokes will not end. That's why the whole, I'm going to just say it like this. This is the easiest way to say it. What was the name of Remy Ma's dish to, to um, Nikki? Sheether. That's all I got to say. Because exactly. either means something. Exactly. Either Thank you. Means, if it was that, <laughs> that's all. If, 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 I, if I can just, is that all, is that the easiest way to say it? Easiest way to either, say it. If, if it wasn't in a dictionary, my nigga, it was a new word. You know what yeah. I I thought that, I don't know what, to me, when he said that shit that makes your soul burn slow, mm-hmm. I feel he, he, he created a brand new word. I didn't know what he, I, I know they mentioned Ether on Bad Boys 1, that he was driving a truck with it, and they blew it up, remember that? Yeah, hell yeah, hell like, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I didn't know, that was like the, probably the first time I heard it, but I didn't remember, I thought this was like a new, a new, like, I, it felt like just lava, like as hot as lava is, it'll melt away a city. That's how hot, like, the Ether song was. If you, you could talk about the, that just means they, they wasn't really listening back then. I because think, these I think were that's not topics. You could go on any, because this is when hip hop forums was popping. So if you want to go to any hip hop forums, you want to talk to your crew, you want to look at any, if you want to listen to Hot 97, there's a million different outlets, magazines, everything that all no one this would have been that this would have been what came up and then jay-z wouldn't have to do the super uh, we know what happened after so like i i just feel like people weren't really they had to not have to pay attention to the to what happened it sounded like they just started maybe listening to it now but and then when people talk about oh Nas and respond until this time, and they're trying to compare it to these times. It's like, I just, every time I hear people talk, I, I already know that's the good thing is when we carry this much hip hop knowledge, when we hear you talk about something, we already know your capacity. Yep. Just by having, you can have, I can have a conversation with you. I can, I already know what, based on what you tell me, how much hip hop you know. Exactly. I'm not saying I know a lot. I know we live through this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we know this shit. No, so nigga, fuck that. We know a lot. Come out, and you can have, and that's the thing is, you can have your own opinion, which is different from when you're trying to um, spew it as actual fact. Dead ass. You know what I'm saying? Because that sounds like you're trying to spew it as fact. And I don't think you can. No one. I, I don't know. I mean, if we want to talk about songs, yeah, I love the Takeover beat more. I think it's a classic beat. If we talk about a song, you can just play. It's a, I mean, you can play Takeover 10 times the one with Stillmatic. I mean, I'm not going to say you can't do that. I would never say that. If we're talking about just the song itself, like, if I'm going to listen to a song, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to take away from Takeover being a great song. It is a, it's an excellent song. Like, I'll play that shit right now. You know what I'm saying? But as far as Stillmatic, when I, I'm not going to lie. When I play... 
if I'm not just pressing play, I'm not gonna just jump on ether, you know what I'm saying? Cause I already know, I already know the body on that, so I'm not gonna just like, oh, I want to hear ether today type shit, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. Yeah, you know, know, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to save that for the next one, you know, for, for the for the podcast that we're going to do on that. Because trust me, I'm about to, we're we, we going to set the record straight for you niggas, you know what I mean? So that's pretty much all the joints that I was going to get into today, you know what I'm saying? We've been running for almost two hours now, you know what I'm saying? You got anything else for him, B? Anything you want to, you know, ask about uh, or anything? recommendations like I've been doing um, I want to start with R&B please check out Total now Total with Shining Bad Boy um, you know Puff's label I don't want you to check out the first album I want you to check out the second album Key Makisha Pam mm-hmm. um, it's a street. I'm not going to label it a classic but you can play it press play on it um, I highly recommend you check that out. Like I said, I've been going back. I've been, you know what I'm saying? Even though, cause I, I want to say R&B, man. Oh, um, and Georgia Smith, Lost and Found. I want to give her an extreme amount of credit. I felt like I heard an R&B album that could have been released at any point. I felt like it was something that, that the R&B world needed. It wasn't no, you know, I don't want to style no R&B artist, but it, it just felt like, it felt, it felt, it felt good. It felt like I was hearing like someone sing about, you know, emotion and, and all this stuff. So I highly recommend that, you know what I'm saying? Cop both of them if you, if you can. Um, I was, I was, I've watched that, um, Art of Noise, Organized Noise. Um, this is my third time watching it. I just watched it the other day. I recommend the Soul Food Goody Mob album. If you haven't heard it, man, it's, it's, it's something that, it's incredible, man. It, it, it has everything you need. If you want to talk, if you want to see on the conscious tip. Um, what else have I been listening to? Oh, I've been on Nas, I ain't gonna lie, I've been listening to Nas heavy the last maybe 90 days or more, probably more, almost about every day. Um, the one thing I, I've been heavily listening to is that Illmatic Live is, is giving me a new perspective on Illmatic. Um, I definitely want to get the vinyl on that. Um, it's, it's just, it's incredible. I hope it, I know it's on YouTube, but I, I hope they do a DVD or a Blu-ray or whatever on that. Um, I think that's about it. If I'm not, I've been on it, and I can lie, I went back to the, um, I've been bumping the Before Dawn, the Prelude, the King Push, um, Push the T album, um, definitely Nostradamus, just fucking with Jazz and Taz, um, yeah, you know, the weekend and his new shit. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've been on. But I'm talking about recommendations. I'll just leave it to you because I know I went on a tangent. Um, check out Total, Kimikisha Pam. And then um, check out Goody Mom Soul Food. And Missy Elliott, Super Duper Fly. I'm going to give you three. Um, check out those three. Top all three, I think they're worth having in your collection. 
Um, step up your CD game. Step up your vinyl game. I'm telling you that right now. Especially with the CDs. You know, once they stop printing them, you're going to see them on Amazon and eBay for 50 bucks. Then it's going to be 100 bucks. One day it's going to be 500 Even though it's going to be online, that having that CD is never going to come back. Once they... Once they're gone, they never going to come back. So, you know, keep that in mind. All right. And I'm, um, those are great recommendations. Um, I'm going to leave y'all with these. Most deaf black on both sides. Um, Talib Kweli and High Tech are Reflection Eternal, Train of Thought. And I'm going to leave you with a jazz one, Kamasi Washington, Heaven and Earth. So, um Definitely go check those. Um, And you know what? I mean, if you haven't heard it, you should have definitely heard it. Black Star. um, Because, you know, it's some some good things coming. Oh, and I want to lay this last thing down. I forgot about this. Shout out to my brother, Artis. He's got a mixtape out called Bill Russell. Bill Russell is NBA legend, 11 championships. It's 11 tracks. It's him spitting crazy bars over some very up-to-date beats. Uh, Bill Russell, he did, my brother Artis goes by Chef Boy Artis, and that's A-R-T-I-S, that's his actual middle name. So Chef Boy um, Artis is him on Instagram and Twitter. Um he has the record on there that he just released called Lamb, which is over Tiger's Taste Beat. Oh, fire, he, fire. It, it's called uh, Live Artist Murdering Bars. And then um, the other one was, uh, what was it? Um, the record that he released for Colin Kaepernick over Future's Mask Off Beat called Black Ball. So those two records are on there. Like I said, it's on Dat Piff. I believe I he's... Yeah, I think he's dropping it on. Uh, uh, oh yeah, check out 4G too. That record is hard. That's over the Rockstar um, joint um, by Post Malone. Um, check it out. You know what I'm saying you could download it or stream it on Dat Piff. You know, get the app. The link is in my bio. DJ Nasla, uh, N A H S L A. So um, yeah, those are my recommendations. If you want some new. So, uh, you know, a new artist coming out, you know what I'm saying? Definitely Beautiful Noise Entertainment Salute. Definitely had to give him that shout out. And um, again, uh, you know, as we close the podcast, I will, we appreciate RT's helping us out with the editing. Um, and, you know, any any beats that you hear typically is my music at the beginning. Um, we'll be coming soon. You know, B going to be laying some beats down. You know, we're going to collab on some things. Hell yeah. I'm about to hit that niggas. Yeah, man. And yeah, now I think, ma- matter of fact, we gonna um, you know, we'll we'll go ahead and throw lamb up here real quick so you could get a little taste of it. You know, what I'm saying speaking of the taste beat, so we'll we'll throw that on as the outro. Um, you know, what I'm saying so if you like what you hear, definitely go check out the mixtape and support. We appreciate that. Um, you can hit us at uh, the Say No More Podcast on Instagram, the Say No More Pod on Twitter. Um, and yeah, any, any questions, anything like that? We got the, the say no more podcast at gmail.com for any questions or recommendations, anything like that. So, um, you know, everything is everything. We'll get back at y'all with another podcast and we appreciate y'all for listening. You know, if you like it, subscribe, you know what I'm saying? Tell a friend and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Keep, 
you know, my my advice to y'all is, man, like straight up, like this this culture is all we got. You know, what I'm saying it's it's one of the most important things um, because it's it's the culture. You know, what I'm saying, and that's and it it's not regulated to race or anything like that. But the people that you know just want a place to fit in and everything else, like the culture is it. The culture is a movement. The culture is living. It's like it's like most Def said at the beginning. Yasin Bey said at the beginning of uh, Black on Both Sides. Hip hop is the people. So if the people got to get better, then you know how to. If hip hop got to get better and the people got to get better, then how do people get better? You know, say hip hop is not some giant living off in you know the hills or some shit like that. If hip hop is smoked out, then the people gonna be smoked. If people smoked out, the hip hop gonna be smoked out, and it's vice versa. Yeah, it's like it's it's how you treat this shit. You know what I'm saying? And we just here to give it its just due and you know, respect the legends, respect everybody that's doing anything, give everybody a voice when we can, you know what I'm saying? And we ain't perfect, but you know, we are hip hop. And this is the best hip hop podcast, the Say No More Podcast. I ain't got nothing else from him. You got anything for him, B? I got I got some more shit. Yo, yo, I'ma give you a snack, um, <laughs> recommendation check out sea snacks they make um like this um seaweed and it's like these little papers seaweed man those fire i got the chipotle one um they usually like 99 cents i've had had seaweed joints before so i'm I'm gonna look for them where could i get those at yeah those those are fire i I grabbed some today um yeah and then yeah step your smoothie game up not you personally but you need to step it up, step it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you already know. You already know. All right, Joe. It's Alan B. for the Say No More podcast. We out of here. Love yourself. I'm hot like ghost peppers on the Indian coast. Cayenne, black pepper, and sriracha and growth. Like ginger root tea, necessary to blow. Where the hell I been? Necessary to know. I've been low-key, government came in bug life. Started meeting in the cut like using a steak knife. Your best my worst, a veggie that ain't right. Come out the box, heated the reason I love rice. I grip that pen, you get that fire at 10. Herbivores love if I spam. Emerald go bam, why you're so bad on the mic? I show you how to be lamb. Live artists murdering bars. Lead the studio, Charles Broad and Mike. Off top like a jar. Wrap it up like a Canada lard. Neutral granted they hard. Then walk away like you sure caviar. I heard you cooking up, but really, that's cute. Men jacking men, I'm calling them jackfruit. How everybody cooking, it's so ironic. But your flow ain't mine, I'm the probiotic. Stop biting for the green like holding a pear. Must be peachy down there, try growing a pear. Funnel cake on your ride broke, ain't even fair. Always ready for the smoke for us up in the air. Game used to have jawbreakers on the corners.